the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, sitting here at Milberger's on a beautiful sunny afternoon. I didn't think we'd see it. I thought we were going to have another day like yesterday. <laughs> Oh, but, gosh, yeah. Temp- but it's a pretty day today. Temperature is just right, and uh, yeah. the humidity is not overwhelming. You no, know, it's you a little how, humid. You know how I knew the temperature was just right? No. Oh. <laughs> Milton's got my short, short sleeve, sleeve shirt on. Well, yep. <laughs> well but he No never, shorts, I, though. I could have worn shorts. Right, though, does he? <laughs> what was that? I said, you never get it right. You either got too much clothes yeah, on or <laughs> too little clothes. I just... Uh, Jerry and I just have, always bring about three or four extra yeah, there you go. Y'all are always prepared. <laughs> former Boy Scouts, you're, <laughs> you're prepared. No, older person. Oh, is that it? Okay. And, and Jeremy says, uh, you're uh, an old person, Dad. That's sweet. Isn't that sweet? You, like like you, you want reminding? <laughs> <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. That's our number, 210-308-8867. Give us a call or come on out here and visit with us today. Yeah. Uh, and um, and just uh, as I was walking in, yeah, you know I always survey the the blue bonnets. What's well, okay. What's blooming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And without a doubt, the showiest, prettiest thing we got blooming, are what? Geranium. Geranium. Yeah, big time. And, uh, and we're about. <laughs> you want to say thirty yards from them? Yeah. Yeah, we can still see screaming. them. Screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, I stopped and looked at them, and uh, they've got different colors, of course, but there's one pure pink in there, solid oh. pink. Pretty. Cool. I never have seen one, but there's only one. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, we have people that listen to this show and come in, so uh, hurry. I don't know. Well, Is it in the... Pretty. Well, Is it in the... It's on, uh, no, it's on the yeah. uh, they don't. ground. If they don't find uh, the, the 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 geranium you're describing, and uh, they are they're not old fashioned like Uh-oh. Jerry is. There's uh, <laughs> there's all kinds of attractive uh, blooms, in, including the pansies and uh, even cyclamen. Gosh, I didn't realize that there was yeah, so many nice cyclamen in it. And I bought a dozen of the uh, the pots. The, the pots. All right. So I'm ready to go. Did you negotiate? I saw you in there negotiating. No. I, I, I was wondering if you spent all that time negotiating I was over one bot. I don't know. The, the the thing wasn't doing right. No, I'm I'm not going to negotiate over the 25, the four for a dollar <laughs> pots. Uh, Come but, on, man. 
I don't know. Show us what you got. What about uh, 24 cents each? (laughs) Come on, just do me a solid. Well, I I looked. So I got to figure out what to put in it now. I stopped and looked at those yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the deal is, I think those those larger ones better for tomatoes. Oh, for the how much uh, was how much were the larger ones? Two for ten. Is it? Yeah. uh, Yeah. What is it? Here they are. Okay. What do you got? uh, on sale for two eighty eight or f- or four for ten dollars. Four for ten dollars. Okay. And they're ten inch graphite uh, pots, and that ten inch is a, is is about right. The, oh, that's the, a yeah, that's a good size. Yeah, the six inch. The reason I say ten inch is because people have a tendency to leave them in those pots for a long period. Oh, okay. Of time. And uh, that'll develop quite a root system in a 10-inch. Anything, or are you thinking of something in particular? Four for $10, eh, it's hard to beat. No, it's really hard to beat. And uh, and we're we're having trouble finding uh, black plastic pots of all kinds. And so the nice thing about these is they're pretty. In other words, a lot of people don't like to, I don't know why, but don't have a lot of black pots in their yard i i used to have uh, my fence line uh full of uh hmm. large black black pots to grow their plants in well we're gonna we're uh, speaking of the pots we're gonna go ahead and have a, a potting up uh plant all right here on the 11th here uh, here yeah we're gonna we're going to emphasize the Ooh. rodeo oh. tomato. Okay. Milburgers is going to start. Okay, good. Then, then on the uh, 18th, we're going to do one at the medical center. Oh, okay. So so you're going to be in charge of both of those? Yeah, and I've got the bl- I've got the black pots uh, rounded up for the one in mil- uh, at the uh, medical center. Now yeah. uh, just, we just have to round up the whatever pots we decide to use. Well, encourage people to use the... Uh, Ten-inch pots. Yeah, that, that and then the thing about them too, they're very useful. You can use them year after year. Oh yeah. And uh, if and you're into if you're into yeah. pan, pansies and uh, mm-hmm. uh, some of the smaller uh, blooming pa- plants, some even some of those snapdragons. Even the geraniums. They uh, can <laughs> handle it. They've got some geraniums on the ground in larger pots. Yeah, the ten inch, I guess. The and then they've got the, the basket. S- yeah, they got the smaller ones up on the bench. Okay. And um, amongst the smaller ones is, yeah. a, is a white geranium, pure white. Yeah. So wow, that's, it's a pure that's, white too. That's, remind, that's, that's uh, interesting. Remind, just so I, since I brought this up, it'll be okay. a, it'll be on the eleventh, and we're going to do it from uh, nine thirty. Uh, to 11 and uh, everybody that uh, sh- there'll be a limit of 40 folks and uh, they'll just uh, call Mailburgers front uh, desk up there and just yeah. put your name down and then we'll uh, we'll go ahead and uh, pot them up and everybody that comes will get one of the rodeo tomatoes okay. oh boy wait and a minute for free for, for, Free, <laughs> Jerry. Jerry, the four letter Jerry's word right now that I love, but there'll be a limit. Uh, oh, come on, now, and we, <laughs> He never sticks to the limit. But we, uh, it's consistent with uh, that uh, 
article that we wrote yesterday about yeah. good article. The, if they're available and you, you get them get them <laughs> so so call call into the the Millburgers out front and uh, have them put your name down as one of those folks that are yeah. show up and you can reserve some of those 10 inch pots too uh they've got a lot of them out mm-hmm. there but uh I, I i would reserve some if even if you didn't like them uh so wait 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 now now okay so i do have 10 inch pots i bought those before when those went on sale okay so well, what do i do on sale now i know they're still on sale what do i do with my uh little six inch guys Throw them away. No. <laughs> throw them away. Well, in the, el- in the old days, we yeah. used to do the... Um, How far are we going back? We, <laughs> we, just, we just seeded, and then you, you put them in the... In the, the, the bigger pot. Next step. Yeah, that was the next step. Now we're kind of getting kind of spoiled. It's so oh, much, yeah. so much easier to plant things and grow things yeah. if you got them. With a root system in that uh, four-inch or five-inch mm. pot. Okay, I'm thinking. Or, oh, but oh if you no. Might, it hurts a little bit, but I'll be okay. Um, <laughs> hurts me is what what's it your, is. <laughs> what's that, the relation to the uh, pansies that your your favorite, uh, the little blooms? Uh, oh, uh, violas. The violas. Do and really, they're on sale, too. Yeah, they, I like they the idea. really well on those small. Yeah, yeah I'll pick people. up some violas. That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, are uh, they... Mavalo's in four and a half, four and a half inch size. I think they are. Yeah. I don't think Trace will buy anything but four and a half. And I, I'm not 100% sure, so we'll ask Trace when we come up. But I think they did. There's Trace. Uh, I think. Are the amaryllis bulbs in the six-inch pots? We're talking about six-inch pots. Okay. So, uh, yeah, those are the ones that, okay, so. I'm trying to figure out what I can do with all my six-inch pots that I bought. Yeah, I would think so. Cool. All right. I thought of herbs. Do you want to <laughs> go do your thing? We'll talk to you in a minute. Okay. You can have, uh, what do you got? Did you get 20 of them? So you can have 20 pots of. Uh, uh, I only got 12. Uh, Should I get more? No, I would just uh, always think about uh People that buy more herbs than they need. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get some stevia when it comes back oh, to the. Yeah, that's right. You got a few. Yeah, herbs I got a few are, herbs that I like. Yeah, I got some choices. Okay. And catnip. But I like the bulb idea too. Have you tried catnip? No, we have cats. Should I try? I catnip? know. I know that. <laughs> so I, I've got cats too, and I got some catnip when it came in. That's well named. Next, the they cat, love it. Those cats love that stuff. They freak out. <laughs> yeah, next time we see you two, you'll be enslaved Our, yeah. with, with your cats. We have a, a normally very stoic cat. <laughs> you, you put down that catnip. He's <laughs> rolling in it on his back. He's having a great time. You know, I always wonder about these names sometimes, but that that's yeah. well named. They like I don't it. know what it is that draws them, but uh, they... They eat it off and everything else. I think squirrels like it, too. Oh, I have an idea, too. Could I do... Oh, no. I know. It's two in one show. (sighs) I need to pace myself. I got to catch a breath. (laughs) (laughs) Could I get, uh, like, the vermiculite or whatever I was supposed to get and try to start some uh, bigger plants in my little six-inch planters? No. Sure. Sure. Thank you, Calvin. (laughs) 
because I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm just. <laughs> I knew that. That's why I said oh, okay. no. All right. But, but uh, I might try my Texas Sage again. What you're going to do to the Texas Sage in a little? Yeah, I'm going to do a little pot, put in a baggie. Oh. And uh, oh, now Calvin's. No, oh, no, I was just saying. <laughs> I was thinking that that that, that one's a, a bit Tough. of a course. Yeah. yeah. Just tough in general. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to do it. Y'all are going to be proud of me. Okay. And I'm trying to remember when you were supposed to do it. I think fall to winter was supposed to, when you were supposed to make the cutting. I think so, too. Oh, good. You're just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, that will wait to fall to winter. That way you forget fall. fall. Oh, okay. Do it in fall. <laughs> Aren't we in winter still? Or I guess the, yeah. spring's right around the corner. But I imagine that new growth has... Uh, Burn off because of the freezes. Oh, okay, but that's oh, but I need to use new growth. Yeah, we need new growth. Rats. Okay. So just forget it to fall and winter. I'll remind you. Mother. Yeah, sure you will. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I could try to do the roses. Uh, I, I, and uh, they've already they've got. Uh, Thank you, Calvin. <laughs> Uh, follow your directions. You could do uh, planet. Okay. Belinda's green. Yeah, I have one now, so I could just take a little, little nip off of it. It gets a low. Oh, is it? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think they'd they do that in fall too. Milton. Oh. The antique rosin for them. I think they do theirs in fall. You're just making this stuff up. No. Oh, they do. Would what, I do that? What do they What do they do from cuttings in spring? Like the the people, wasn't somebody? Oh, that guy was asking about the aloe vera. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, people do aloe vera all year long. I used to laugh. I'd be laughing at uh, Ann Schiller because they don't bring any more of that aloe vera or cactus in. Yeah. <laughs> Because when they would have those plant swaps, she used to, she used to have sentries <laughs> out there at the, at the Shriner, yeah, the and they would intercept the <laughs> aloe vera and the, the cactus and just politely tell them, turn around and go put that away. Do you have, do you have any other plants that might be more valuable? <laughs> well, you know, I, I would tell her, I said, aloe vera, you know, is good for burns and yeah. things like that. They grow grow some in the valley commercially uh, to make aloe vera creams and things like that for burns and sunburns. But uh, also for for uh, nuclear burns, you know, it's, it's the only thing that'll cure that. And, of course, uh, Paul Cox was... Eating it and drinking it for his Crohn's, oh. which is basically a burning of your intestine. Uh, I don't know if it works. I know but. people that do that for GERD, too. For what? For GERD. Oh, reflux. Oh, oh. Acid reflux. They they oh. drink aloe vera, although I, I'm i not a doctor, nor do I play one on the radio. <laughs> so do not take my advice. I'm supposed to be drinking GERD? No. Oh, uh, I thought I thought that was scotch. Somebody told me to be. Yes, <laughs> they told you to take scotch for your your reflux. Yeah. <laughs> hey, before we go to break, um, since you mentioned Anne, I got a text, and this has been confirmed by her niece that a memorial for uh, she and her husband John will take place at the botanical garden 
on Sunday, the 26th, from 1 to 3. Of, of February? Of February. I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I guess we're still in January. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's try to remember together. So that yeah. We, That'll be nice. We, there's lots of things we got scheduled. All right. Well, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break while we do. Give us a call. 210-308-8867. Toll free. 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers. 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. Wait. Stop the winning. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening you South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. All right. You hate bugs. You hate all those nasty bugs that are running around in your house, those spiders, those fleas, unless you're Jerry. Don't hate bugs. Don't? Okay. Love well, bugs. You may want to get rid of them. They're part of the ecological system. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, those ants, you don't want those ants either. I know you. Uh, you're not like Jerry, and that's don't okay. Hate the bugs. It's okay to be not like Jerry. So it's called Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Since 1976, they've been helping homeowners and businesses here in San Antonio to remain pest-free or become pest-free if they've already got them. Uh, they do a great job. You can find out more about them online at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. Or call them at 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. All right. 210-308-8867. Trace is on the porch with us. Which, uh-oh, with, um, yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about how pretty the geraniums yeah. are. Yeah. They are nice. Those they're are all nice. Fantasias. So, oh, good. Uh, I was wondering. We know, we know they're going to take the heat better. And uh, Jerry said there was a beautiful pink one and a white one. Have we one, had white geraniums before? Of course. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> One pink one and one white one. That's what I saw. All right. White's like well, the fourth most popular color. Is in, that right? Okay. Cyclamen. Second most popular in Cyclamen. Yeah. Cyclamen oh. looked still good. Yeah, I didn't notice the uh, uh, Primula. Are they, we still got a, there's a handful. Is that a limited number? There's a handful. Handful. Yeah, there's a, I didn't mention the spinach, but there's one flat of spinach left. Ready to make your salad for the night. Oh, already? You just... Uh, yeah, you just take it home well, and we, we cut better, the leaves. We better watch Jerry because of that. <laughs> I, I've, I've kind of been suspicious of somebody harvesting the... the <laughs> oh, you think he's... I know he walks over night. there occasionally. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, there's no uh, daylilies day for him to no, use. No, so I know it. I'll have to switch off the spinach. Yeah. Oops, I think someone uh, yeah. is getting the geraniums in the 10-inch. Uh-oh. It's a pink one. I wonder if they heard you talking That's about it. That's a pink one. Uh-oh. <laughs> Forget I mentioned the pink Okay, we don't know anything. Well, she hadn't bought it yet. Well. But, uh, yeah, this frequently happens when we talk about things on the radio. I don't know. People come Maybe by Maybe people listen. I don't know. <laughs> All right, 2103. I've never have seen a pure pink one like that. That's pretty. The, uh, I bet he'll get some more, though. <laughs> the, uh, what they've got out there is, you know, when we did the... Uh, geranium promotion and uh, talked about the heat tolerant geraniums mm -hmm. and uh, we recommended uh, or the best one in our test was a, a kind of a uh, dark purple uh, Viol dark, dark violet. violet or something yeah 
but we had a strawberry sizzle with it. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was very nice. And that's what all the, la- the ladies wanted, strawberry sizzle. It was a nice and there's a lot of strawberry sizzle out there now. Oh, good. What is that uh, what's, selection what's, that starts with an F? Uh, Fantasia. Uh, Fantasia. Yeah, right. Yeah, and Trey said all these were that he has here at Fantasia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and what's that's, it? A, that's a good series. Yeah. And they're easy to grow. Do you want to say why it's a good series? Besides being easy to grow and... They, t- they tolerate uh, the... More extremes and temperatures yeah. more than the yeah. the typical geranium yeah. does. Geraniums do well anyway. You know, you do some adjusting and put them more in the shade and everything. But these guys are can put up yeah. with quite a bit of uh, more uh, more uh, weather change. Yeah. Now they're heat tolerant. Yeah. But my brother, bless yeah. his heart, in Ohio, proved that they're not cold tolerant. Yeah, they they don't twenty degrees. Oh, twenty was it? I thought it was fifteen. Oh uh, yeah, oh. below twenty. <laughs> and he he was amazed at how quickly they froze out there in twenty degrees. Now he got, that, he got the that, pictures. Though. Is that for any geranium? Oh hell yes. Okay. No geranium can take cold. Okay. That cold. Okay. Well, we've seen in year <laughs> in years past. I've seen some um, point. Poinsettia that have, oh, yeah. that uh, people have, especially in the north, <laughs> where, where you know where they're real, real careful about getting it wrapped and everything, and, uh-huh. then, they, and then they put it in the back seat of their car, uh, yeah, yeah, with no heat on or anything, and they come back. <laughs> How did it get so ruined? Yeah, yeah. it was a little I'm quiet. At. <laughs> he do that just to irritate me. I think. Really, you think? <laughs> Would he do that? <laughs> He's, well, he's he pointing just the back end of the, of the deer we have here. Just right at Jerry. Right at me. Uh-huh. Just because I mentioned that uh-huh. it was exuding uh, flatulating. Uh-huh. I don't think could it be, is. could be worse. It could be a donkey instead of a deer. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they were still bragging on the uh, geraniums. And so I wonder if she that, bought that She bought that light pink one. I know. I wonder if she heard us talking about it. There she goes. Yep, that is pretty. That's a pretty pink one. Put that back. I bet you'll get more. Put that back. Probably. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we wanted people to get it and enjoy it. I know. All right. What else has happened in Trace? Uh, how do you, I don't ever thank everybody that came out to the blood drive yesterday. Yep, we had a great turnout. Yeah. Although I never really saw anybody. No, that's true. So they, no. they were inside giving blood, and yeah. I'm not sure they rested afterwards because I never saw anybody sitting in the chairs outside. I, I thought oh. they, maybe they had some homemade cookies and they were oh, they, the rest. They of had tons. I tried to call oh, you. Yeah. That's all they had was homemade cookies. Oh yeah. man! Uh, I mean, you couldn't even get the regular kind. You no. uh, the store bought. <laughs> you, they were all homemade. No, they did a great job. I gave blood. They just. Uh, I didn't follow my own advice. I did make an appointment, but I didn't fill out the thing online. Fill out the thing online. It's like, it's it it took me. 10, 15 minutes to do that. So just, it's it's easy. You just know, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And did, it, did it ask any embarrassing questions? No. That's just you. That's just you. They have a special one for you. Oh, In fact, right. you have to check this. It says, <laughs> are you Dr. Jerry Parsons? <laughs> no. No. And then, then you get the regular one. But I used to love to tell them why they turned Calvin. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I think Calvin finally gave up. Uh, I think so too. Well, but I had anyway, a, I had a medication that they wouldn't accept. 
They did a good job. But you need to check that now because they may have... Uh, well, I'm, uh, I've uh, heard from my doctor that I may be off of that anyway. So oh, good. That'll good. be good. Way to go, Calvin. But, uh, <laughs> but they are. I think they are getting a little uh, liberal, and they're uh, figuring out how they can use parts of the, the blood collection, oh, good. too. So more, it can okay. be more efficient than it has been in the past. They yeah. said mine, because it was from Louisiana, had a little bit of a, a Creole flavoring yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So a <laughs> little Tabasco-y, but apparently that's okay now. All right. So if I've you, always heard you were hot-blooded. Uh, thank you. Nice. So if you didn't, uh, they, they do still need them. Uh, and uh, you uh, can go find them elsewhere. Uh, go to the donor centers. They, it's easy. Uh, real quick, I was probably. I bet there's a list of where they're going to take the buses next. Yeah, there are. You can so you just go online to this. It's uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, uh, their website, and uh, it may still be linked on Millburgers, but uh, if not, then just go to Google. But uh, yeah, and then we probably have another one coming up in about three months. I'm guessing. Uh, roughly, yeah. Yeah. Give, give or take a day. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Sorry. So and then we had David did a great job. So, by the way, to find out all the things that are going on at Millburgers plus the sale items, you know, we tell you each week, but you can go to millburgernursery.com, and that has videos, how to get the digital newsletter, uh, what's on sale, upcoming events like David. Uh, is your event going to be on there? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. I'm not sure that's on there. No, it's not on there I don't yet, think no. yet. But I think she's working on that. Calvin announced it today. <laughs> Stacy and I are not. Yeah. So. We're, we're donating some six-inch pots to this. Too. Oh, okay. Very cool. And everybody gets to leave with a. I'm glad pretty, I got mine today. Pot. What's that? Everybody gets to leave with a pretty pot. But you, yeah. know, you, and know, you don't have to worry. I got fourteen thousand <laughs> more coming. Yeah, I, I wish that's you not a joke. I know. I got to get the him because you'll you'll see there'll be a little pile. I, w- I will want to exchange these for some of the free pots. <laughs> so what other, um, so Jerry recommended, we'll go back to my six and a, six and a half or just six inch? Six Ten. inch. Ten. Six yeah. inch. So Jerry recommended catnip. I don't know if we have catnip yet. Uh, you have feral cat. I know. So like, the, you know what that is. So, I mean, it's, it's uh, like they're going to destroy it. Kitty crack, yeah. Um, <laughs> and once well, they're on that, you realize they'll destroy anything else too. Once they're on that, yeah. Once they get that in the, in their, however they get it in their system, yeah. Everything is fair game. Your really? Dra- your drapes and your cushions. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't either. What are you recommending? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so, one year we had we put catnip on the table. Uh huh. Not here. Okay. At a different location. And we came in the next morning, and the catnip was destroyed. Yeah. Uh-oh. Along with the other 50 or 60 flats of herbs that were on the Oh, bone. wow. Like, oh. They rolled okay. over and over yeah. and over again <laughs> and literally destroyed every herb we had. Yeah. They're kind of going. Maybe the ones on the edges might have been okay. That was at a nursery, right? Yes, it was. <laughs> Are you getting some stevia in again? We had some uh, fun with her- that. Herb selection is minimal. Okay. Hmm. And is stevia summer? I can't remember. Or, or it doesn't it? take cold well, so it's. I mean, okay. Will we get it? You bet. Is okay. it going to be next week? I don't know. Okay, we'll keep looking. Um, well, what else? What do you? What are? What are you want to focus on? Anything in particular? Uh, best selection of fruit trees. Yeah. Uh, the right varieties for here. 
Also, the uh, we haven't we've been talking about fruit trees and the colorful plants, but the shrubs, a lot of these. So we're almost we're almost done restocking the shade trees. We got like yeah. two more loads of those. Uh, fruit trees are done. Shrubs are what we're working on now. So all the shrubs that can take cold pretty decent. Yokon hollies yep. and everything everything that we've talked about is Althea. filling up. Yep, Althea's are we've got some. Then the, they take cold. Yep. Um, that was the, that was the first thing to leaf back out after that six degrees. Yeah, it was. Yeah. David said you had a uh, unique grape. He we was did. bragging on I that. Believe, I believe that's going to be a Texas superstar this year. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, very limited numbers. So I got in 50, and I've got 50 more booked. Okay. Uh, but it sounds like it's going to be the best answer for a table grape that's Pierce's disease resistance. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, that's the big problem. So it? everybody wants to grow Thompson's and all that, but this one, uh, this one Something should seedless. function well. Well, how did he get seedless. so excited about it? I, I've never seen David. Excited. I know David was excited about it. Oh well, fruit Dr. Stein's been oh growing and is producing. That David, uh, Dr. He and he and uh, uh, Jim Thomas up in Fredericksburg, they they're in the grape deal, and so uh, they've been tested it for several years. Oh, that explains what should, it. What should they ask for? I know he said it, he, David warned us it looks like just a little stick in a pot right now, but it, it'll it does it'll change. Something seedless. Um, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember too. We'll we'll find out for you. Sally seedless. No. Um, what is? He? I'm just. Do making you remember up. what did he say? It was from Arkansas or? I, I can't I can't remember. Okay. All right. Or Florida, one of those. So Mary has the write-up on it somewhere. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Good. Hopefully, it's out there. We'll trade her some crackers for the write-up. <laughs> um, do uh, last week you said people were coming in with grass questions? Oh, they're still coming in. Okay. Uh, is it alive? <laughs> yeah, is it that's alive? the first step. And uh, is it alive? Because that's what so I want to know. Most of it. Okay. Uh, depending on whether they watered it last summer. So the first no. question is, when did it look bad? Oh. If it looked bad before the cold, then it's probably all right. If it looked bad last summer and it looks worse now, it's probably not all right. Oh. <laughs> I think ours look good until the cold. But I had people asking today even, uh, how about my lantana? How about my plumbago? Oh, yeah. How about my persimmon? Uh, and some of those are supposed to look bad right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. And they are, they're all asking the question, can we... Shut them back. Yep, I, I got that this morning. Yeah, yep, me too. And I'm trying to get everybody to uh, use, use uh, think about Jerry's low-flying birds. No. <laughs> Jerry really protects those low-flying yeah, birds. Well, this this year is especially because uh, of the drought and the freeze <laughs> freeze damage. There isn't a lot of cover out there for uh, birds, and the bird population is pretty. Uh, if you got if you're feeding them. Yeah, it's e- and or watering them. You still got to <laughs> be watering them. They are. Uh, it's pretty easy to get a, a good number of observations, mm-hmm. individuals that you haven't seen before, and uh, species that you haven't seen yeah. before. And this uh, person said, uh, one of our listeners, Cruz, who's got the ball moss in in Alamo Heights. I don't know if you can have ball moss in Alamo Heights. Do they get upset uh, I about that? I think it's a orange against it. It's a herb. Think it's a, against, they have I think, yeah, Oh, I, think. I thought it was a famous herb that was. A, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he said that uh, uh, some of the stuff that he had dying, I forget what he told me, 
uh, was dead with the freeze. It's already starting to sprout back up and come back. Oh, really? Yeah, so he doesn't know what to do. He's just going to cut them all back. There I think you go. That's what he said. And the ball moss apparently is affecting his uh, cable television. Is that right? Yeah. I so told you that for That's a shame. <laughs> the, uh, I've got a pair of Redbirds, Cardinals, in uh-huh. my yard. And <laughs> this poor little things, they drink out of the cat bowls. Because I can't fill the bird bath up because the cat gets some birds, especially the doves. That's all right, but doves. But uh, rather them them eat it or me eat them, you know, it's one or the other. But uh, oh. they drink out of the uh, cat uh, cat bowls for water. Now I've offered several times the the Westies have offered to come and uh, uh, rid your neighborhood of those <laughs> oh. those cats. Uh, okay. So let's see. So <laughs> grass. Um, it is should a, they cut back? It is a little. It's a little tough to tell what the because some some of the like the the, the gra- weedy grasses look so good right now. Oh yeah. No. So, I, I was, so this is this is a segue into David's next. Uh, oh yeah, good idea. Go yeah. for it. I don't remember what day it is. I think it's the 18th. Let me check. All right. So we'll tell you the cleaning we're, up. Huh? We're, we're gonna have a, yep. a oh, 28. Uh, no, that's this month. Sorry. Hold on. Next month, Milton. All right. So February 18th, spring cleanup to do's for your lawn and landscape. So if there's any question, when to do it, what to do, mm-hmm. show up, and David will help you. If he doesn't cover it exactly, he always does a a feeling questions thing yeah. in the last 15, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, he's really generous with that, with his time on that one, because he'll. Uh, I know that he comes over here after he does it, and I think like yesterday, we didn't see him till about... I think he finished at 11.30. We didn't see him till 10 after. He, so had a, he had a line of people I bet. with very specific yeah. questions. Yeah, that's why it's good to see. So, you know, we'll tell you about that February 18th. But, again, com. It's free. And then on the week before that, is that the 11th he'll be here? Yeah. He'll be potting up stuff. Well, and I was going to say that uh, there's really some great supportive material on the, the uh the grass and the cleanup and things in plantanswers.com. Yeah, right. Yeah, so if anybody can't make the the presentation or wants uh, works better with things that are in writing or wants reinforcement from writing, plantanswers.com is a good choice. I'm going to try to convince David to get somebody from the extension to video him, and then they can make put yeah. all these things online. Yeah, that's a good idea. They got a lot of things yeah. recorded, and the garden volunteers do, too. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a wonderful idea, David, if you're listening. David, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, Mark didn't call us yesterday. We had to find out the seminar went okay from David. So, <laughs> Yeah, as uh, Milton, before I interrupted him, Milton mentioned that on the 11th we'll do yeah. work on the totten up ro- uh, rodeo tomatoes. So if you've got a chance to read the article yesterday... Uh, uh, or plantanswers.com yeah, and uh, that, that rodeo tomato will excite you yeah. um, then you you can come on uh, the 11th or you can come before that because we've got them here at the nursery uh, limited this week so I'm going to have to make sure I book some for that yeah. that week otherwise yeah. you may be potting tycoon so or celebrity I'll have to remember when I used to have to hide out when the, <laughs> yeah what was it that oh the 
the seed. Crawford lettuce seed. Oh, yeah, Crawford lettuce seed. Oh, man. People come hunting for them. Do <laughs> you talk about that on I still think we need to get the astronaut guy back on. Yeah. And get, him. and get him convinced to be doing Crawford lettuce. Yeah, we'll get him. I'll, 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 do we still have some? Uh, I don't I don't know. Probably not. Jerry, in your, in your fridge, is there any? No. And in fact, I had I got concerned because uh, I didn't know of anybody that had any Crawford lettuce coming up. You know, I was asked Calvin about it about every weekend, and it was slow to germinate. It finally germinated, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. If, if there is there nobody else that's got having it come up? No. Wow. That's scary. <laughs> well, yeah. So I had uh, I've got somebody growing transplants. Uh, down on the ranch that I work with, and I'm going to plant them out and let them go to seed. Oh, that's good. So we'll have a source of seed. You can lose that stuff real easy. One year, uh, we've really almost lost yeah. the blue bonnet's colors. Mm. But uh, well, we we uh, when our friend comes in from Dallas with our uh, <laughs> our seed of the. Um, Rio Grande Gold, that'll yeah. be good. Yeah. When does he need to get you those? Last week. Oh, is it last week? Okay. <laughs> oh, no, it's as soon as, po- as, soon as possible. Okay. Yeah, if we're going to grow some more. I'm trying to remember the season. Is it? Well, we're going to yeah. want them already ready to go in the ground mid to end March. Early, oh, wow. Early April. So oh, if, they don't, dear. if they don't start next, start the seed next month, we're not going to hit that window. Although you can continue to plant them later. But that would be uh, ideal for the nursery to have. Yeah, right. All right. Real grande go. Yeah, and then the also he had. I got that in her. How about Lejo? You have that? I don't know. Did we have? Did we sell Lejo the um, last year too? I, I think I we think had one so. of those. I think. So. Yeah, yeah. There was the hot one, or the yeah, was the hot real grande go. The hot one. Okay. How many Christmas trees did you get in? I think we're done with that, right? We're, I mean, they can still do the... You're talking the, re, the, the brought back? Yeah. Uh, I never saw the paperwork. But oh, okay. I, but I'm going to assume probably 400. Wow, that's great. Some from us, some not. Yeah, that's okay. We but we'll still take them. We're yeah. just not handing out the coupon anymore. So if you want an easy way to get rid of them... Not get rid of them if you want to get a... If you want to rehab them or... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> recycle always, them. I'm always amazed how they look. They, they come there, in. there were some Fraser furs that you didn't skip a beat. They looked as good when they came back as when they left. It's especially impressive to me because I grew up in Minnesota, you know. And, yeah. And they, they didn't last in Minnesota <laughs> like these two. These are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else we got there? Well, uh, we didn't talk much about Calvin's article yesterday about the... Yeah. Rodeo tomato. And I wanted to go over a few things. Uh, uh, if you if you didn't get to read the pa- uh, paper yesterday and see Calvin's article, 
It's on uh, plantanswers.com. It's the first uh, deal in the information index to the right. Uh, it says uh, Thunderbird, Rodeo, Tomato, like that. And, and you click on that, and uh, it'll, uh, it'll give you the write-ups, uh, kind of an uh, expanded write-up. And it also uh, you have some pretty pictures. Uh, one one thing they talk about that you can clearly see in these pictures is that the fruit is from the characteristic. The fruit is slightly flat, a slightly flattened globe, uniform ripening. That's important, and ripens to a deep red color. Now that flattened lobe, globe is important because if you're using it for a slice of tomato, you get more slices. Uh, that's why, because the stem stem scar doesn't go deep. It's, it's not nasty like <laughs> like uh, some of those heirloom tomatoes. That's always been my complaint. But uh, these new hybrids. Uh, select away from that it was interesting when I was looking up looking to, uh, looking for these pictures they showed a, uh, a Thunderbird cross with us uh, see what was it they crossed with Homestead I think and it was the roughest ugliest looking thing you ever saw in your life huh. it scared me I said don't, don't tell me that some of the tomatoes are like this. But no, all the pictures show a very smooth skin, uh, s small, what we call stem scar. And uh, it says, uh, demonstrates fruit quality, uniformity with exceptional firmness. And that that's something that uh, the growers do have to use because they... Uh, they, you know, they harvest them uh, uh, in the pink stage or what they call uh, green wrap stage, and then uh, uh, they let them ripen on the way to the market. Uh, and Thunderbirds is the same family as Red Snapper. All right. Yeah, we we had good luck with Red Snapper. The fish, right? The fish. We called it the fish. Uh huh. Days to, to maturity from transplants is 72 to 75. So, and I, this year we listed, I, I don't know if Calvin went to list all this, but I can do a little more on the Internet. But uh, the disease resistance. And uh, we always list them, list the uh, codes for the disease that they're resistant to. But nobody ever knows what the code is. And uh, in retrospect, I imagine nobody knows what these diseases are. Uh, the first one it's uh, highly resistant to is alternaria, alternaria stem canker. And uh, another one that they're really, uh, resistant to is fusarium, one through three. See, that's the problem with diseases uh, and, and even viruses, or especially viruses. 
uh, they they have several strains of them, and uh, it's res it's uh, resistant to fusarium root rot, tomatoes and people. Yeah, diseases. There you go. And I was kind of concerned what they're resistant to, Melvin. What? VD. I, okay, I don't know what that stands for. That stands for I thought I thought you'd answer that. Mm-hmm. Ask that. It's verticillium wilt. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. So I want to display this this get rid of that yeah. notion. I know where you were going with that. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they they've got several resistances to. Uh, that they're tolerant of, and that's gray, gray leaf spot, gray leaf spot, gray leaf spot, uh, three types of gray leaf spot. You only see green, gray leaf spot in the, in the greenhouse conditions, uh, unless it's very wet. And then uh, alternaria stem canker. You can have, you can have that as one specific to uh, uh, tomatoes. And then they've got one, uh, T-Y-L-C-V. That stands for tomato yellow leaf curl. And that's, that's we kind of had years that that was a problem. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, they say the Israeli stain, strain. Israeli strain. So I assume by that that there's different strains of uh, uh, tomato-spotted yellow lever, yellow leaf curl. Now, uh, if I I think I'm true, uh, right in saying that uh, that uh, uh, tycoon is immune is resistant to that. Yeah, ty- tycoon uh, rose the yeah. significance because of how it uh, yeah was ha- handled some diseases. The, that that was the one that uh, we had. They David had planted some at the botanical garden, about uh, four or five varieties, and that disease got every one of them except tycoon. Mm. So that's that's all we used in the greenhouse down south. So uh, tycoon's hard to beat. I, I keep wishing they would find one that we could promote that was nematode resistant. You know, all we got is is uh, uh, well, tycoon. Ty- well, yeah, tycoon and uh, uh, not the VHN. No, the VHN nine sixty eight. The special one, the one that we use. Uh, celebrity, celebrity. Oh, yeah. okay, celebrity. And then, oh yeah, the, the other, the other one I can never remember that. Oh yeah, uh, the, uh, I don't know if they're going to have that this year. Uh, Valley, Valley Cat, Valley oh, yeah. Cat, yeah. And that's only through and the B and the Cherry. Yeah, nine sixty eight. Nine sixty eight. Now we're we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, if our supplier is going to have the same things that uh, the other source had. So we're just kind of assuming that they will. 
But you know what happens when you assume something. I do. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I mentioned taste yesterday. And uh, 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 David, this is David's write-up, and he swears that I said this. Mm -hmm. But you know how that is. I don't know why people do that. It just gives you credit for everything. Yeah. Even uh, if you don't want it. (laughs) You didn't say this, did you? (laughs) Uh, Opinion about taste of tomatoes differs from person to person. So try several varieties to see which one tastes best to you when grown in your garden. However, this might be the best tasting tomato you have ever planted. That's what he he put that in parentheses. No, okay. But uh, I say that most of this, uh, most of the testimonials talk about how good the taste is. And uh, that's what I was telling uh, that person that called yesterday. They said that they had an improved celebrity. You know, had a, a celebrity yeah. improved. But, celebrity uh, plus. Yeah, celebrity plus. So <laughs> he's treading on thin ice. Oh. When he says it tastes better than celebrity, the original celebrity. That's going That's going somewhere. Yeah. Because uh, when I had my work group and we were doing tomatoes, evaluating tomatoes, I had about 12 or 15 volunteers ranging in age from, I guess, 50s into 80s. <laughs> and we'd line them all up, harvest, harvest the tomatoes from the same field, grown by the same people, and we would have a taste panel. And inevitably, and I've done this three or four times, inevitably, uh, one person would say they love it. Say, this is finally you've got a good taste of tomato. And the person after that would spit them out (laughs) and say, this is the nastiest thing I ever put in my mouth. And the problem is those people were married in the same family. So that's why you have to taste them yourself. And and to complicate the problem even more, uh, the ones that do bad one year will be the best one next oh, year. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Dr. Doctor Sine was uh, helping me with that, of course. And uh, he had a, a beautiful tomato called Florida 90, 91, I think it is. But... Uh, Everybody said that it was terrible tomato. And uh, Dr. Stein was heartbroken that it was a beautiful tomato. But uh, the following year, it said it was among the top tomatoes of yeah. taste. Hey, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's a beautiful day out here at Milberger's. I thought we were going to get more cloud cover, and then it's, uh, it's still burning off, still fighting to be blue skies here 
at Mill Burgers, but it's sunny. And uh, when did you say the storms were coming? Did somebody tell you they were? I think tonight. It's, oh, tonight. Uh, looking at the radar, it's clear until six o'clock. So. Oh, okay. That'll, we'll they be have gone that future now. cast. <laughs> um, Speaking of future cast, are they still putting our shows on? Uh, yeah. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, podcasting. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you could have gotten it off that if you needed to. Yeah. So on Monday they, they go up. Oh, uh, Monday. I, I thought I was thinking Tuesday. And um, did you ever do anything with your article? Did you Have you done your article on Balmoss yet? Um, almost finished. Really. Almost finished, okay. But uh, this tomato thing came up. Okay. <laughs> and I had to focus all my attention to that and my for some reason I don't type as fast as I used to I don't know what happened mm. and uh, and the computer I don't run the computer as good as I used to oh no okay so uh, I had people ask me it takes a while they want to get rid of that ball moss <laughs> okay well it's, it's coming I, I, I tell you what I appreciate all the Help I've been getting from uh, yeah out there from uh, Ray yeah Ray and he's <laughs> he sent me one group of pictures that uh, I think they were too dark or something because I I couldn't see the ball moss in there oh yeah but uh, I found I found an article or I think it was written by Niels Barrett. Well, I know what. There was a recent question and answer, and they were talking about uh, the trees that the ball moths get into, and uh, they mentioned pecan and oak and uh, some things like that. They don't get into, he said, they don't get into uh, trees that have s- smooth bark. Hmm, doesn't that Which doesn't stand, myrtles yes, have yeah. So I, I put that in there in the article. Ooh, <laughs> you're going to make me all mad. <laughs> put that in the article. And uh, but uh, and we've got one of Ray's beautiful pictures showing ball moss growing on the, on the trunk of, of one of those smooth bark things. Yeah, I bet you Neil got emails on that one. Uh, I doubt it. Oh, okay. But uh, I've got a, I've got a, I've got the rate of uh, uh, baking soda to uh, to use and where to get it. I couldn't okay. believe how many people, uh, how many places are selling quantities of yeah. baking soda. It's amazing at how simple the uh, the chemistry is on that yeah. baking soda. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess they use it for a hundred different. Oh, yeah, it's unbelievable what they use it. I tell people, my old mama used to brush her teeth with that, whether they were in or out. <laughs> and uh, she wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't use anything else but the baking soda. And I see, I see recommendations for that. I got, got it in toothpaste. Paste. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway... Uh, all I've got to do is finish. I've got to talk, give people a commercial source of how, if they if they got a big, you can spray it. You have to spray it 
and um, I'm, if you have a large crepe myrtle and it's got ball moss in it, you probably need a commercial, somebody with a commercial application to uh, come by and spray yeah. it. And Warren does that. We just Yeah, I think he does that. I yeah. just haven't been able to get, I haven't gotten in touch with him. Yeah. Spider-Man, call us. <laughs> call us, Warren. And I also haven't got, I want to know which, which chemical, he, or which product he's using, and if he uses baking soda. Oh, that'd be neat. It's probably, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I wrote an article, question and answer, and I was saying, well, we can't recommend that. Because yeah, because it's not labeled. It's household, yeah, absolutely. But I think, uh, now that, that was a few years back, Belton, but it was on Plant Answers, so I called it up. But anyway, uh, and I also want to talk to Dr. Uh, Gerald Johnson a retired uh, plant pathologist to ask him if he knows uh, what what what's in the product, what's in Balmol. I mean, uh, the the chemical that kills Balmol. If it, and he says it works. He he tested it years twenty years ago or more, and uh, said it, he said it worked better than uh, Cosine. Which huh. a product that it done, but uh, I'd, I'd like to. I, I I know he didn't do a. You know, he, George, Gerald used to do uh, experiments mm-hmm. with the different chemicals to get rid of ball moth. Formal kind of formal research. Yeah, and I wonder. I doubt if he did any formal research on baking soda. Secret. <laughs> And if it if he did, it's probably gone by now. But you know, Gerald was the one that uh, promoted the use of uh, cereal rye, ebon rye, against oh yeah uh, for nematode control. And uh, <laughs> after Malcolm Malcolm uh, and I figured out that that was good for nematode control, and uh, Gerald. Talked to his colleague and said, "We need to be recommending this." And of course, they said, "But we're not doing anything that Malcolm Beck recommended." You know, fools. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and Gerald said, "I've got data here, and research data from from uh, several universities using cereal Elbin to control nematodes." Or decrease their population, and so they they couldn't argue with that, so they switched over, and now the whole state recommends oh. that all the pipe And where did it start? Malcolm, somebody. Uh, Malcolm Beck, yeah. Oh, okay, just making sure. Well, see, he was the organic grant, right? And uh, sometimes academias don't. Uh, Sometimes. <laughs> kind of fuss. <laughs> kind of don't take what he's got to say very serious. Uh-huh. <laughs> he had to be shown how many times on that? Uh-huh. Malcolm had to dump all the compost on the lawn before he would <laughs> Wait believe a minute. it. Wasn't that it? He yeah, the, the, I don't know. I don't remember that. Uh-huh. What was the uh, the thing? It's uh, Oh, it had a name. But I think it was the Elbin Rye, too, where you would till it under yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. Was it something manure, green manure? Yeah, it's green manure. Okay. 
and and the reason we chose uh, Elvin Rye or just Rye, uh, they they're give they're recommending another. One. I don't think you can get Elvin anymore. Oh, but uh, there's another one that that they get in, and. Uh, uh, the reason we chose that is because it grew so fast. Oh. And uh, nothing else. You know, Malcolm liked to use vetch, too, which put, put, put takes nitrogen out of the air. But uh, that's there where I would cover up vetch and oh, really? wipe it out. Yeah, so it's a fast grower. It's so fast. Which we have to have here because we don't have a long long winter, growing season winter so uh, they should we pe- people started using it as a uh, uh, wind breaks up in the panhandle huh. up to, to break the wind from uh onions and things like that and uh it took the state uh i can remember we uh when i i went to uh douglas king and said do y'all sell Syrah Elbon Syrah And they said, oh, we sell a little bit of it, but uh, not very much. We we bring in, uh, you know, maybe a half a train car load. Okay. No. And uh, uh, after Mr. Wetzler, well, the Wolf Nursery guy picked it up, started no. promoting they would bring in seven carloads car of wow. uh, cereal rye a year and move it. So anyway, okay, how'd I get off on that? Man. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, we all, Calvin also talks about uh, uh, in talking about fixing up the deal for potting for potting mix. <laughs> Said, uh, let's see. <laughs> I guess I guess we should have changed this. Uh, what kind of pot to use? Because uh, <laughs> we said uh, uh, pot, pot up your transplants, fill your gallon black plastic nursery container. Calvin, you gotta gotta watch what you write in the paper. Yeah. I do have enough gallon pots. <laughs> oh, you do? Were you herding, uh, hoarding those going around the neighborhood picking no, them up? No, I actually <laughs> have been, uh, you know, I haven't been planting as much as I used to. Yeah. And, and I've kind of been tossing them as they decline. <laughs> so I thought, so I kind of worried whether I had enough. But yeah. then I started counting them and yeah. there's plenty. Uh, I used to go by... Uh, I used to go by these nurseries and ask for them uh, and get a truckload of them. They loved for you to take them because uh-huh. they, mm-hmm. uh, they were they oh, were building up, you yeah, know. Yeah, you recycled. And yeah, recycle. So I would <laughs> I'd go by and get a truckload, carry them over to the greenhouse. We'd pot plants up, and, and there they would go. But not anymore. And, no. and also I picked them up at people putting them out by the garbage. People used to put them oh, out, the a large yeah. by, yeah. by the garden. And, of course, they'd go into the landfill, and that's not a good thing. But not anymore. The plastic is kind of, containers are kind of hard to find. 
But uh, we talk about potting them up. But I, I think we need to, we need to st- switch to the, uh, the larger 10-inch uh, graphite pots, which are luckily on sale. Uh, four for ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Now you can't beat that. You got to buy four. Got to buy at least four to get the deal. Yeah, but after that, you get five. Still two fifty each. Yeah, yeah. And if you get six. Yeah. Still two fifty. <laughs> <Yeah. That's> correct. <laughs> Up to a point that they're free, right, Melvin? No. Oh, oh, that doesn't work out that no, way. No, you're trying to work that deal. I'm uh. not, I think Trace is on to you. <laughs> He, he used not to be so, so I don't know. skeptical. Well, about you it. burned him a couple times. You know, <laughs> he learns. And then we talk about uh, uh, for the container that you're growing your tomatoes in, you got to keep them well fertilized. Don't let them run out of fertilizer because that, that'll stun them. Uh, the the transplants you get will be a green and beautiful plants and so people take them home pot them up in in their potting mix and uh sit them out there and water them a little bit and everything and they notice they get lighter green and lighter green no same way with citrus Uh, the citrus we sell out here is just black green i mean it is really green that's because They've got uh, fertilizer in those pots, and they put all, also every time they water them, they water them with a uh, uh, fertilizer, a liquid fertilizer, soluble solution. fertilizer. Yeah, yeah. And so we re- uh, we recommended uh, enrich the blended mix with copious amounts of a slow-release fertilizer made especially for containers. Such as now, Milton. I mean, uh, uh, David put in there Nelson food, Nelson plant food, Nutristars, tomato and vegetable gardens fertilizer. But uh, I don't, I don't know what that is. Do you? No. I, I we'll have to ask Trace when he comes up. Uh, maybe they sell that here. Surely uh, David wouldn't have mentioned it if they don't sell it here. And then I put R, copious amounts in capitals, mm-hmm. four times the label recommended amount. And you would say, some people say, you're going to burn those plants. You want me to say that? No. Okay. <laughs> I was going to help you set you up. And so I put in caps, you cannot burn or damage a plant by using too much of Osmoco Plus. There is no copious amount that you can There's use? There's no copious amount. Okay. In fact, you could grow it in, in Osmoco. In Osmoco. Hmm. But that would be very expensive to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, so the Osmoco produce, uh, feeds them. For a five, uh, three to five months, period, three to four month period, they release fertilizer slowly to, to, to the plant. And then we recommend that you use a water soluble fertilizer like uh, Miracle Grow. 
And uh, what did Trey said? There's like several types of miracle grow, and he likes miracle grow with uh, yes. uh, acid. The acid. Oh, mere acid. Mere acid. Yeah. But anyway, every time you water. Every time. And uh, with the coat in there, you'll you'll grow a beautiful plant. Uh, the Calvin writes the key plant nutrient will be nitrogen. That's that first number. Now that's why we don't recommend uh, some type of organic fertilizer or compost or. Some people say, well, compost is fertilizer. Yeah, but it's real slow-release fertilizer, which is good in some instances, but not good when you're growing a fast-growing tomato. So uh, I, I know a lot of people grow them in pure compost and have had good luck with them. But uh, yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose of using a determinate tomato. Oh. Right. <laughs> Yeah, they, these uh, these are determinant types, which means they reach a certain height and uh, stop and and reach kind of stops growing, and that's what we want here. We don't want an indeterminate tomato plant where we uh, where where we it grows a tall and keeps blooming. Because uh, we want one to have its fruit on it, set the fruit, and shut down by June or July. I mean, stop uh, having fruit. Fruit. Uh, and that's that's when the heat of summer comes, supposedly. Oh. Might come in May this year. Mm. But uh, anyway, it will have set its fruit. And by that time, spider mites have probably oh, invaded yeah, the plant. You're right. So that's why we want... Thank you, Matthew. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you need to do that more often. <laughs> make me feel good. Okay. You're <laughs> right. But any- <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that, uh, and that's why we don't recommend indeterminate, uh, where you can't determine where the plant's going to stop growing, uh, they use those in the north quite a bit because they'll have tomatoes uh, setting all the way through their quote-unquote summer. Yeah. But uh, uh, it gets gets pretty hot. Now, this is uh, proposed to be a uh, heat-setting variety, which is about all we ever recommend now. So... Uh, Let's see. Well, Talking about, yeah. I'm uh, trying to Thunderbird. see. Thunderbird. Yeah, it's called Thunderbird. The car. Yeah, Thunderbird is an improved quality, high yielding, hot set. That's what I was looking for. Hot set, determined, round hybrid variety with a strong plant and good general disease resistance. That's the opening opening line on uh, on Thunderbird. So it's a. It's a good tomato, and I look forward to tasting it and uh, look forward to you growing it and see how it does. All right. We need to take a quick break. Okay. 210-308-8867. We're going to be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, your calls. You call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Are we looking for any reports? Um, well, would be, we haven't heard about anybody that uh, has verified that our snapdragons are are growing. Deer, yeah, deer resistant too. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, the mine have really, just the way we predicted them, and of course it's yeah. the same every year, we should uh, know that, but they uh, they reorganize and they start from the base, and yep. for long they are got a, a whole set of foliage and uh, will start blooming again. Of course, pansies are they don't uh, decline as much. They can take a lot more cold, so they're they're in pretty good shape. Yeah, and fall planted petunias will do the same thing. Yeah, what what's the situation? The, they, look, they look tough. I yeah, mean, yeah. <laughs> after the freeze, but just just like with snaps, they'll if you look at the base of the plant, uh, I'd leave that dead stuff on it. The uh, that's because you don't want to cut it cut it and cut into that uh, green wood or green stem uh, because that'll stimulate it to grow uh, just it'll stimulate to grow when the temperature gets right uh-huh. now the blue curl is growing up a storm but I uh, it's my uh, oh what's what's our other plant plant that we kind of takes over the garden in the spring uh, uh uh, horse herb? No, not horse herb. <laughs> one, one of many. Uh, Bed straw? No, it's a, a wildflower. <laughs> oh, wildflower. Larkspur? Larkspur. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, 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 I'm a little bit a little disappointed. I kind of expected it looked like after the freeze that it was all doing fine, but it's uh, not, not a lot of plants out there. I wonder if that uh, is the same situation all over. Probably so, and uh, it'll freeze back. Uh, but the good news is there's 100,000 seed waiting to come <laughs> up. Yeah, I keep thinking that, well, <laughs> it's time now, you guys. Yeah. Your, your second wave should start. <laughs> started. He complains when they yeah. come up. He's too thick. Now he's complaining that they're not thick they, well, it would be nice if they were perfect. Uh, <laughs> they never are. Uh, yeah, I used to laugh at all the farmers. We went through the, with the blue bonnets. Went through the same thing every year. Commercial farmers. And they would say, oh, man, we didn't get any blue bonnets to come up this year. Well, now, that would throw the fear in my heart because, you know, you're saying... A blue bonnet didn't come up. Yeah. And they said, oh, no. Said, I said, how far apart are the plants? And they said, some of them are six or eight inches apart. I said, that's a stand. That's a full stand. Twelve inches apart on blue bonnets, when they're grown right, will be a yeah, full enough. stand. And uh, 
I said, don't fool with him. Stay away from him. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Murphy and uh, the Verstradens and all that bunch called every year about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, they're, okay. they're out there. Uh, <laughs> and uh, sure enough, uh, they would fill in, fill the whole uh, planting up. Probably, probably too many, uh, fill too many of them. Up. So, uh, is your peach tree bloomed yet? It's starting, yeah. Oh, but it's not. Uh, hasn't Florida t- taken off. I, uh, I was looking at my uh, red uh, barren. No action there yet. Yeah. But, uh, you realize this is January, Mr. Cal. <laughs> but it's almost February. January. It's almost <laughs> February. It's supposed to be cold, and it's supposed to be... I don't understand why you think February could be cold. You know? <laughs> it's not as if the last uh, three years... Yeah, yeah the, uh, uh, the, rodeo, the rodeo has typically hosted uh, cold weather. Yeah. So we may we may not uh, don't put your firewood away yet. No, yet, I've it, remembered the, every time anybody mentions that weather, I, I've remembered going to give a presentation and then having to go on the other side of the tent because the water was flowing, the <laughs> water was flowing too fast to get, get on that side. In, you know, at the rodeo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember we had a. A pruning demonstration. Uh, I think it was in February, and uh, we're meeting out at uh, out east of town here. And uh, it was so it was cold and windy. The wind was blowing so much. I was behind the house. They had a house out there, blocking the wind. I couldn't stand to go out in the wind. And so I waited till the time that people were supposed to come and looked around the corner of the house, and they were all standing out there <laughs> by the tree waiting for me to come out and show them how to prove it. I said, are you people insane? Do you not realize it's cold out here? Why? Maybe that's dedication. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah, people want to know how to prune and stuff. But anyway, uh, uh, I, I was reading about what to, what to prune uh, at this time of the year says peach and plum trees to outward growing buds to encourage horizontal growth apples and pears wait a minute I didn't think we could grow apples here <laughs> I hope that little boy is not listening yeah I hope so yeah because he can tell his mom that was sad Jerry did not jump in though uh, that was sad <laughs> said his mom told him that Apple didn't do well. She may have heard that from someone else. I don't know. I think she may have heard that from David. <laughs> but I didn't say anything. No, you didn't. I've know. changed, Cal Melvin. Who told you that? Uh, <laughs> 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 Apples and pears to remove dead or damaged branches. You got to be careful with those pears. Because uh, we have a little deal. Even if you plant the resistant varieties... If you cut off a lot of wood off those pears, stimulate a lot of new growth, uh, you may lose some limbs from fire blight. Also, with apples, I don't know why they keep mentioning apples, Milton. 
We can't grow apples here. Stop it. Just focus now. Oh, okay. Also, with apples to remove strongly vertical shoots called water sprouts. That's right. They're growing so slowly, they, they produce uh, water sprouts. Figs only when they are frozen or otherwise damaged stems. Well, <laughs> a lot of people say they, they lost a lot of wood on figs this year. Huh. Now, <laughs> you can tell uh, when your fig has been damaged, they usually start at the top of where new growth were. And so you take a cutting up there. I mean, just take your shears and take about four to six inches off and see if that wood is dead. If you, if you cut it and it's hollow inside, or if, if the adjoining wood is uh, kind of black, blackened or brown, uh, it's it, it doesn't have any uh, living wood, living uh, metal to it. Then you could take it, take it on that down another six to eight inches, till you go down and and hit the bottom, or to hit hit the green wood. And uh, yeah, that may be at the ground, ground level. So, uh, but it doesn't don't don't worry, it'll come back. It'll it'll it's got an established root system and it shall return so uh, that's what you need to think of but yeah uh, you want to you want to hopefully have uh, live wood that went through the freeze because that means it'll have figs on it there's only two fig varieties that I know of that can be cut to the ground and we'll have figs on new growth that same spring or summer. Oh, which varieties uh, are those? Brown, brown, what? Turkey, uh, turkey uh, fart. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know what he was doing. I thought That's he was scary. getting ready to grab you, Milton. <laughs> he was uh, having a seizure. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, uh, the turkey fig and what Calvin was showing us in a strange way. Yes, was the foot. Is, is a, the leaves are deeply cut. And look like a uh, uh, turkey foot. Now, Milton, I got bad news. What? A lot of people have never seen a turkey foot. No. Does a turkey foot look different than a chicken foot and a duck foot? Oh, yeah. I guess a duck foot, yeah. They don't have any uh, webbing between them. So can you look a turkey foot up on... uh, I'll look up turkey feet. On the internet. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, we're dealing with these millennials. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people have never seen a turkey feet. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> okay. But anyway, that's the way you tell a true brown turkey. That's it, yeah. Brown turkey. Yeah. Um. But I have been out in fields of nurseries that are selling uh, brown turkey. And didn't have brown turkey. They didn't have brown turkey. <laughs> and, we, and we used to, uh, it, it, those non-brown turkey figs uh, don't have that ability to fruit the first year that they're frozen now. And then grapes, 
to remove you remove 80 to 85 percent of cane in an effort to limit numbers of fruit and improve overall quality. Professional viticultures follow the same very precise techniques, but need but suffice to say that if you remove unwanted cane as you train your vines to grow on their supports, your yield will be greatly improved. Uh, that's a general statement. Uh, unwanted canes. Uh, you want the unwanted canes to be last year's growth, not not last year's new growth. But uh, you want to select and keep the new canes that were formed last year. The way you can tell the difference is that the new canes will be uh, probably reddish or and have no uh, bark on them, where the old canes are gray, kind of they're very gray and are barky. In other words, they have bark on them. They bark, man. Really? Yeah. Wow. Doesn't that uh, get annoying? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> And when you when you prune it, you want to go through and mark those uh, uh, light-colored canes with with a ribbon or or, or something tie a ribbon on the old new canes. I can make a song out of that. Mm, tie a yellow ribbon on the old <laughs> old cane. <laughs> And you, Poor the, Calvin's uh, just rolling his <laughs> eyes like that. Why is he rolling his eyes? Well, I don't I, know. For a while there, I was trying to figure out if you're talking about blackberries <laughs> or grapes. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, the reason you put those ribbons on there, not to, just to decorate your canes with, is to, to keep you, because the new canes will be interspersed between the old canes. And so if you don't mark the new cane, oh. you'll cut the new cane. And when you do that, you can't put it back. No. So you want to leave that for your last cutting. Okay. And, then, and then you can uh, remove unwanted. The unwanted canes he's talking about here is uh, the old last year's cane. All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up from Millburgers at 1604 Boulevard Road on 930 AM. The answer. I was gambling in Havana. I took a little risk. And lawyers, guns, and money Dead, get me out of this And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The answer, 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 Do you know, so I've, I've seen now two in my neighborhood People who have the same little sign that we do That said certified butterfly garden in their yard um, so I know people can do it themselves. Where do they, um, they could probably get the instructions here, but where do they get the certification? Or Parks and Wildlife. Is that, that right? There's actually probably three or four different ways. 
different organizations that will can certify, that have a certification program. Oh, okay. That's so kind of neat. I can't remember. We did two, I think, here. We're double uh, certified? Parks and War, uh, Wildlife and then uh, somebody else. Uh, we did another one. And uh, and then I've been reading about three or four others that do it. They have uh, pretty much the same, but, you know, the requirement for uh, the proportion of uh, well, native plants uh, is, is quite often different Yeah, between which groups. Milton, and I, I don't think you'll have any trouble getting certified because... I've had several people tell me that you're certifiable. Oh, that'll be nice. <laughs> yeah. And they put a sign out in your yard? Yeah. This, oh, okay. this person is certifiable. For butterfly gardens only? Or well, to, oh, I don't know. a lot of different stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know. I just thought I would encourage you with it. I don't know if you guys remember. It was about seven years ago, I guess. we, uh, Mark, Dr. Mark Prang uh, in our neighborhood had... We had one of those contests where, if you if you won the bid, you got the the uh, butterfly garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did a guy. He's been de- dedicated to it. <laughs> Just amazing, huh? He's been taken care of. Huh? Yeah, and uh, the the butterflies that he has and the monarchs, <laughs> and, and he and he's next door to uh, Dorothy. Oh, so you have to be if you're next door to Dorothy. <laughs> She'll come after yeah. you. Yeah. And Dorothy called me today and said, um, "One of our uh, one of our master gardeners, Jerry. Uh, gosh, I know you. If I could remember the name, you remember him. But he was one of the leaders. Uh, he's passed, and uh, he yeah, uh, he's doing it now. He had he had uh, uh, Dorothy described it as, as a wonderful collection of." Uh, uh, tomato cages and oh uh, my god! She, she wanted to know if we could, <laughs> if we wanted to distribute them at the yeah. at the event. I said I, I think that'd be wonderful. Yeah, be nice. Of did course, can you imagine me saying no to Dorothy on no, anything? No, no, <laughs> no. I don't did, think so. Do you have a question you want to ask on the air? Okay, grab that mic and. Uh, Is it secret? That's not secret. I don't think. Yes, sir. How can we help you? Uh, Mexican honeysuckle and thryalis. I were actually cutting all of our bushes back, and we have a lot of sage, as you guys know from previous weeks, and we cut them all the way down. Good. What about thryalis and Mexican honeysuckle? I have a bunch of them planted last year. They got really nice. Yeah. Do I cut them all the way down? Yeah, thryalis. Uh, unless there's the unless the woods lie, but I can't imagine. Yeah. Now thryalis is is a t- Tougher, eh, I don't know. Mexican no, honeysuckle is pretty it's tough a, too. It's a tropical. Yeah, and we we were uh, when we had it when we were testing them, we had uh, uh, Forrest Appleton cut had some that he left up, left the old wood on, and some that he cut to the ground, and the ones he cut to the ground were, came back a lot prettier than the one uh, that sprouted out. Now, now the, that honeysuckle, I'm pretty sure it froze back. Yeah, with well, the honey. Cut them both down. Yeah, yeah. honeysuckles are down. Perfect. Turks, Turks have. Well, uh, you know, if you uh, if you want to get the uh, acclaim and uh, credit from the Tohees and from 
Uh, Sorry, from the what? The towhees and the uh, uh, white-crowned sparrows and things. Are they talking about birds? Then you want to leave them there as long as you can until you... But you don't want to leave them once there's some growth starting. Yeah. You could do that. But... Everybody's getting pretty impatient, especially when we have some huh. weather like, like this. Today. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty day, pretty day. Did that thryalis do pretty good for you? It did great. Good. It did great. Yeah. And the deer didn't eat it, did? It? Oh no, no, that's a great plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Deer, yeah. I think the deer are, are less inclined to eat that even than the uh, esperanza. Oh yeah. yeah, I think so too. Uh, we we. <laughs> We planted a bunch of Esperanza last year uh, out front, and yeah, we didn't we didn't put the fencing around them. They tore through that when it was young, but once we put the fencing and it got a chance to get about two feet taller, taller, it was we were fine. So yeah, yeah, yeah when they're new, man, they tear through them. Anyway, thank you very much. Sure, thank thanks. you for coming in. All right, two one zero three zero eight. Now, are you here? Because you didn't want to work out in the in the garden, or, or is that is, did you have all your work finished? No. <laughs> no, okay. Look, he's got the fish, the red fish. Yeah, he's got the red snapper. The red snapper. You guys also told me about bringing my Christmas tree back. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Did you? Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, did, did it worked out. Oh, good. Okay. We'll good see you later. later. All right. Thank you. Glad we could uh, help you. All right, 210. I think he was our fountain guy, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, 210 308, or come by and visit with us at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Kevin, I've got a question about what to fertilize. It says huh, we've talked about fertilized winter color plantings with high nitrogen, water soluble plant food each time you water. That's pansies and things like that. But then they say, <laughs> he says, uh, fertilize ryegrass and fescue planting with all nitrogen or high nitrogen fertilizer, half or more in slow release form. Well, now you know, that rung a bell in my in my head. Oh, hear it? Wow. Hear it, Milton? Can you hear it? I hear it. Ding. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ding. But I'm wondering. If I ought to fertilize my uh, bluegrass, I don't think it'll hurt. Uh, it'll it'll grow better, won't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. But I was, you know, on the the problem with the is, is this Neil you're talking about? Who's, Blue, bluegrass. Yeah, but who what who is it that's recommending it, Neil? Yeah, yeah. Because his fe, fe, he, fescue fescue will uh, yeah, grow up in in uh, Oklahoma yeah. or yeah. in Dallas, but it doesn't do diddly here. Yeah. But uh, I see that for those grasses, and I say to myself, myself, <laughs> why don't we put a little on that uh, annual rye? Well, that's one of the reasons we we say when you've got a, a regular one of our lawns, like uh, yeah. San Augustine, that we don't fertilize at this time of year because of the, the weeds benefit. Yeah. And I guess if you're growing a sustainable winter lawn, there that's the weeds. I they, wonder if that would help uh, uh, our uh, horse herb. Well, I, I would think it certainly wouldn't hurt it. I, w- I wonder if our lady, uh, Evelyn, Evelyn, uh, don't make her mad. You fertilizes her horse, or uh, probably not. Evelyn's probably gonna, not. 
Headland's hey. going to have to mobilize her. Uh, hey, yeah. enforcement group. Hey, it's in a it's in her alley, alley behind the house. Oh, yours or hers? No, hers. So I can sneak in there. Mm-hmm. On that, you get it's it's not against the law to drive up and down the alleys. Well, we may never hear from you again if Evelyn has her way. <laughs> I bet her shotgun doesn't reach out that far. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it put a little fertilizer on that thing. Better, you're, on, you're on your own with that. Better idea. make it pretty, Evelyn. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> I know what you're. But I, I know it. I used to fertilize my bluegrass, regular bluegrass in Kansas. Okay, well, I was thinking that here comes a certified butterfly <laughs> fanatic, but it's Mary. She just walked by. Oh. The, uh, maybe I ought to ask Neil uh, what is the recommendation for fertilization. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, See what Neil has to say. Yeah, I'll do that. Shoot him an email. <laughs> be sure uh, to tell him about his smooth bark trees and the, and the uh, ball moss. <laughs> the, uh, oh, I want to mention... Uh, if you still got yesterday's paper, Calvin's article in it, and Neil's right underneath it, uh, Neil mentioned uh, how good, uh, how wonderful Forrest Appleton's uh, yeah, deer right. proof plants are. And it's, it's become widely used. And uh, so it, it was nice to, for Neil to uh, recognize that. No, it was. I'm going to write him a thank you. Okay. Did you did you make sure the forest saw that? Um, I think I'll go by this afternoon. Yeah, that'd be nice. And make sure he he saw it. Oh, now I, would, I wouldn't warn him like this. No, that's true. <laughs> oh, he's already probably running into the car, getting packed, and his wife's yeah. Like, yeah. Go, go, go! We've only got a few minutes left. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's become a very reliable source of uh, deer-resistant plants. And uh, he also puts on there about uh, deer not only eat your plants, they stomp on them yeah. and they rub on them and they uh, do all sorts of things. Yeah, they sure do. Uh, they, I think, let's see, was it Esperanza that uh, the deer rub their antlers on? You know, anything that's tall and kind of... Uh, 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 that'll give give to the rubbing of the antlers. Hey, this the after the February twenty one uh, freeze, the the plants only got to be. Uh, I noticed, uh, you know, when they were about three feet tall, that they were rubbing the stubs. Is that right? Yeah, and they were just. I mean, there were a whole, whole bunch of them. <laughs> look look like they're disintegrating. You know, or yeah, uh, or, or like uh, like you would do uh, wood to make paper. You know, where you pull it all apart. And everything. <laughs> That's sad. They didn't know what to rub, Milton. Poor dear. I guess you ought to put a stake. Out. I wonder if you put a shovel handle in the ground out there. They would rub on. Oh, that. I don't know. Ask Forrest when you go visit him. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, Got about two minutes. Uh, you want to talk about your thing on the? Uh, That's right. We're gonna we we haven't got February all the particulars 11th. yet. Yet, but on the on the eleventh, we're gonna do a, a, a special Milberger's uh, potting up exercise with the rodeo tomato, and the uh, it's the Thunderbird. We talked a lot about it uh, today. A lot of information and plant answers. 
about, about it. But uh, we'll, uh, everybody, we can handle about 40 folks, and you'll have to call in if you want a slot and uh, talk to them at the desk here at Millburgers, and then we'll give you a, a free uh, a plant, and you can uh, pot it up. We'll talk about uh, 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 gardening, vegetable gardening mm-hmm. for the spring some more. But uh, it should be a lot of fun when we And they can call the nursery and get on that list, right? That's right. That's 210-497-3760. Right. That's good. Say it again for me, will you? 210-497-3760. Should we or give Calvin home in, in case of a backup? No, backup? I, I think he's regretting that. Huh? <laughs> <Are> they, they, <laughs> Maybe they, not. They're... <laughs> <laughs> They're teasing me because uh, there was a se- there's a second <laughs> program on the 18th where I put my phone number uh, as a contact, and people have, so yeah. feel free to call them. All right, we'll say goodbye for today. Any time of day or night. Uh, enjoy this nice day. Get out there and do some stuff, and uh, uh, tell us about it next week here at Millburger. 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.